I'll be heading heading further south into a pair of lovely cities. I've never actually been to Savannah, so I'm excited to go to that. Oh. But oh, it's lovely. It's on yeah. a bluff. Love a city on a bluff. Got to. It won't flood. So. Savannah's nice. No flooding in Savannah. Wow. A properly rated city from Logan Whitehouse. Who'd have thunk? What we do here is go back, 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 back. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Wheel Route Podcast. This is mildly legitimate conversation amongst friends, sometimes lovers, about college football and lifestyle. You can find us at www.thewheelroute.com. Uh, wheelroutepodcast at gmail.com is the email address. You can find us on Instagram, wheelroutepodcast. That's it's at wheelroutepodcast on Instagram. And uh, you get the show from Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Google Podcast Center, and Stitcher. My name is Logan Whitehouse. I'm on Twitter. Maybe not for too much longer <laughs> uh, at Logo on the Dawn, but you can find my likes and retweets there uh, for the time being. Um, coming to you guys from Stewart, Florida. Uh, beautiful Stewart, Florida. Just, I, I went for I took I took the offspring and the dog for a walk this evening. Um, lovely, like 68 degrees, kind of breezy. Nice evening here. Um, I cracked a window, Jordan. You'd be proud of me. Oh yeah. Um, and, and I'm pre-chilling the bedroom right now as we speak. So yes, that's. It's, it's as good as it gets here. The marriage sure bed being preached. I briefly, I briefly came in and put sweatpants on, and then took them off immediately because I was, I got too hot. But it you got a little over your skis. It's it was, it was too soon after my walk. Um, we did survive the hurricane here. I'll just go ahead and just bring you guys up. Hurricane Nicole. We took pretty much a direct hit here in Stewart, Florida. Cat one. Um, things are good. The the real MVP of the weekend was the dog sitter. Who was here riding out the storm at my at, at the White House uh, with the dog? Um, we did lose power overnight, but came back on in the morning. So, shout out to Florida Power and Light for uh, uh, being on top of things there. Um, hope everyone else is okay. It didn't seem like it was too bad here, but I saw a lot of erosion issues up sort of in the northern Florida, um, which is never good to see. That's a place that's near and dear to my heart. So, um, yeah, we were in Charleston and. Uh, Things were fine there, uh, but bad news: we returned from Charleston, and uh, we've brought back some sort of stomach bug here to the White House. So Oof. things have been a little touch and go uh, for a few days here, but um, but I think we got a good head start on our 2023 bikini bodies. So that is uh, that is really what we're looking forward to. So anyhow, that's all I got to say. Who else is here? My name is Jordan Shank. Tonight I am live in Las Vegas, Nevada, uh, on on resort Wi-Fi speeds. So. Uh, apologies ahead of time if the audio quality maybe isn't up up to our standards, up to the wheel route standard this week. Can't be can't be worse than mine. Yeah. Well, so internet wise. Uh, so we'll see. Um, I'm on Twitter.com at Shank Jordan, and the Wordle scores continue. I don't take vacation from that. I'll have you know. <laughs> well, we all know. Dude, First thing every day. Shockingly early, you get on the Wordle. So yeah. early. So yeah. early. Yeah, I like I, mean, I like to use it to fire the synapses in the brain. Like, okay. cold start, like let's get it. Yeah. Fair enough. We all I respect our, the strategy. All it mostly, it just, mostly it just humbles me. So, um, I'm, I'm yeah. trying to inspire the people to do better, Jason. Right. I, that completely makes sense. Strive for greatness. Me and LeBron. 
I don't have a response to that. I'm just going to move straight into my name is Jason Crick. I uh, am holding down the fort in uh, Harrisonburg, Virginia, the friendly city. Um, I, yeah, as we, as we record this, Twitter might be falling to the, through the earth's crust. Um, but currently I tweet things at Jason Crick. Um, yeah, happy to be, it's, it's been a bit again. It I think, has. I think one, I missed one because of mine and two we canceled maybe. I don't know. Right. Um, that's but, road dog but, situations. That's right. That's right. A, a very mobile podcast in that we can't record when one of us leaves home. Um, but yeah, I'm uh I'm excited. I uh I, I gave blood this morning. So my uh way to go I'm bouncing good back. Boy. Yeah. That's good. This is uh, like the that? first time I've actually given blood in like a year and four months ever since like a very weird oh, yeah. um That's right. COVID related blood test related thing like two <laughs> corporate retreats ago. So um little, happy to be happy to be back shaking. in the saddle. Yeah, absolutely. Well good to hear that all around. Um are we drinking anything tonight, fellas? Uh, yeah, I'm on vacation, so I'm having a little pour of uh, Bullet Bourbon Frontier Whiskey. Oh. And uh, I've also got a jug of water here to, <laughs> to rehydrate. It is a full gallon. It is. I see in that. Size. You're, are you, you're yep. doing 70, you look like you're doing 75 hard over there. Yeah, well, you know, tight and shredded bikini body 2023, like you said. Yeah, that's right. That's this. The, the new phase of this podcast is going to be mostly bikini body goals. The thong related. side, twenty twenty three. Strictly side. fitness. <laughs> thong side, twenty twenty three. I love it. Uh, Jason, are you heavily boozing? Uh, light on red blood cells. I uh, I am not going against the the very generous people at Virginia Blood Services advice, and I am sticking to water for the twenty four hours following a blood donation. Yeah, as am I sticking with water, just given the general. Um, sort of tempest that is my uh my my, my guts these the general, days the general ejection of your insides yeah, i think recently. i think we're on the better side of it but we're kind of to the point now where it's like i i'm aware that i'm hungry but i can't fathom eating which is not not a great place to not eat. enjoyable so you, you force yourself to eat and then you just sit there you're just like really hot and just, just waiting for it like oh, something's no. gonna go terribly wrong here <laughs> yeah, right yeah so we're um but that is an important step because like yes when that happens you're like all right we've got like <laughs> one, one, maybe one and a half steps left. The diagnostics are back online. The functionality, yeah. not so much. Right, right. So we're, we'll we'll fight through it um, for the rest, rest of the uh, rest of the week here. Hopefully, then, then we'll be um, back to clanging and banging. Hopefully, there you go. You don't want to clang and bang when you know things could get things could get squirrely. I've often said this. Right. Well, and if your reserves are depleted, you know. Correct. Clanging and banging will not be as effective. That's a very good point. Um, all right. Clumsily in and, and out of this, I'm sure we'll get. But uh, we did want to say, um, I, I guess, would like to pass along, um, you know, the most heartfelt of condolences to the UVA community, football family, um, for the events that took place last weekend in Charlottesville uh, with the um, death of the three players on UVA's team, Lavelle Davis, uh, Devin Chandler, and Sean Perry. Mike Collins was also um, shot during the the shooting there on the bus, um, and just a, just a terrible scene. Um, it's pretty close to home, obviously, being a place that I love and hold so dear, yep. and being that you know we were in high school when the Virginia Tech shooting happened, that felt really close to home. Yep. Um, personally, 
when the that shooting happened, HI, some people that uh, were targeted and died in that as well. So yeah, yeah, um, it's uh... yeah, it's just tough. So I mean, really sorry, but anyhow, go ahead. Yeah, no, it's it's one of those things. Like I, I have stayed away from reading about it or taking in too much about it because of how heavy it is, uh, especially when it is, like you said, Logan, a place that is so familiar and represents so much good in my life um, and is a space, a place that, you know, by by all accounts is supposed to represent safety and, and growth and propelling people forward. Um, so... Yeah, it's it's been really hard to try and wrap my head around. Um, can't imagine what those families are going through. I personally am glad that I am on on vacation selfishly and that I have other stuff to do and I can kind of distract myself from really having to sit down and, and think about it for a while. Sure. So. Yep, I, I don't really have anything to add. Um, it's just just the worst possible situation um you know i think uh yeah i, I words kind of fail you uh, but i am encouraged by you know it, it's horrifying that it happens this often in the commonwealth but i do think it reinforces you know how close all the, the universities are particularly um Yep. In situations like this, we saw it with the Virginia Tech shooting. Um, we've seen it with a couple of things that have happened to JMU. We've seen it with this. But I guess if you're going to look for a silver lining, it's a very distant silver lining, but there is that. Um, and so, yeah, just uh, just an awful situation and thinking about everybody over the mountain. Absolutely. So um, Virginia will not be playing a football game this weekend against Coastal Carolina as scheduled and as yet to make a decision on the Virginia Tech game next weekend. So um, I don't want to postulate or let anybody know what I think should happen because uh, grief is a, a bumpy ride for yeah. everybody. Well, and emphatically, and I, I can't really say this loudly enough, if you aren't in that locker room, your opinion doesn't matter. Yep. So Absolutely. Um, what I was getting and that that includes us obviously so sure so um I'm sure more information will come out there's an ongoing investigation uh the shooter was apprehended and you know hopefully will be uh, punished to the full extent of the law however these things need to go um certainly I have some questions and I'm curious just in general because of the nature of kind of what happened and who appeared to be targeted but uh again no need to no need to make any any guesses on uh, that kind of thing so uh, thoughts and prayers, prayers for sure. So, okay, thank you for uh, for that, boys. Let's uh, continue on with the college football weekend. We are Jason mentioned it. We we skipped an episode on you guys. Thank you for uh, your patience in waiting uh, to hear how bad we did on the picks last week. Um, Jordan, do you want to give us a quick update? I don't really think there was that much craziness to talk about last week, unless I'm really just blanking on anything. It didn't, it seemed like a fairly, uh, outside of the Oregon Washington results seemed fairly meh across the board. Yep. Yeah, I would agree. So performance wise, uh, Jason went one and four, Logan, you went two and three. I went three and two. So I have Excellent. successfully given up 
the entire lead that I built myself. Well, don't worry, Jason. Things 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 are bad. Things are bad. <laughs> this is what we call so. regression to the mean, Jason. <laughs> we'll bet. We'll bet it was. Coming back to it, um, did you guys have any takes to get off about last last week um, in any fashion? No, it uh, it feels so far away for a lot of reasons that right. uh, yeah. nothing nothing sticks out. Did you catch uh, 445 pound defensive tackle Devin Watson uh, from Florida, uh, Desmond Watson, sorry, picking up the football and attempting a really close farm, uh, but. I, I would love to the, the pie. You could have just printed the Piesman for that man if he had scored uh, at that point. It would have been amazing. But tremendous footage, tremendous content. Yeah. Well, and I, speaking of content, I saw a, a graphic that was put out with with the word "rattled" on it. Yes. Um, yeah. And that uh, that apparently angered some people online. Right. Hashtag the online. South Carolina. The South Carolina fans um, were really into their coach doing all manner of buffoonery and and look at me louie type activities were pretty upset when when the rattled thing happened um they themselves put out a uh a video last year that actually like put a red arrow over a florida db that's true and, like said did the like why so much room for activities thing as the guy got burned for a touchdown so i'm not really sure why they like are, are uh, uh upset about that um yeah. i mean, they, I, I, mean actually, be- I know why they're upset about it but i mean <laughs> like this is all, all is fair in college football twitter man i'm sorry anybody yeah. can get it yeah See, I, to be fair, I'm not picking a winner in this fight because I hope you all kill each other. Uh, but um, the uh, I, I just not am not a huge fan of going after student athletes. I think coaches and and teams like take your shots, man. That that sounds great, but student athletes don't love it. Fair enough. I thought it was hilarious, so that's uh, fine. Apparently, Spencer Rattler also like notably has a pretty bad reputation of being kind of the worst. So, you know, some, sometimes these things come, sometimes these things kind of get you. It's all right. We're all adults, Spencer included. All right. Um, sneaky. Also, one more thing about the Gators have not allowed a touchdown in six quarters. Oh, very interesting. Why would <laughs> no, let's consider now they have played South Carolina and the aforementioned Spencer Rattler, who's not having a banner year. Um, but can still sling the thing. Florida did give up a touchdown in this game against South Carolina on a 53-yard uh, fake punt pass <laughs> touchdown. So, um, for uh, making the right read and Florida's special teams for continuing to baffle me with some of the some of the uh, the lapses. But um, but yeah, other than that, um, I mean, we don't need to we don't need to dump on the UVA uh, situation too much. But Virginia did open back pick sixes in what's ancient history at this point but yeah um for a brief minute there was was not not great uh pretty remarkable yeah the, yeah the sicko spotlight was squarely on charlottesville <laughs> yeah. extremely remarkable um for sure but uh all right shall we move into this week sure okay i, I want to point out that um the the dukes dominated the oyster bowl just so we're clear Oh, that's, oh, that's right. right. The Royal Rumble. The Royal Rumble. First edition. <laughs> first football edition. What was the Royal, score, Jason? Royal Rumble I... is not the football rivalry, but the score was 37 to 3. Ooh. And the no, three. Jason, we're going to get it to catch on. Was it, a sad, was it a sad field goal? Uh, no, it was. Well, no, it wasn't. Um, that's not bad. by the definition. It was scored because <laughs> uh, Todd Santeo uh, picked up a knock with like 30 seconds left in the half. 
and went to the sideline and our backup threw an interception and I think ODU had like three quick downs and then kicked a field goal. So hey, you know what though? Good on your OC for letting the backup throw first play yeah. in. For sure. I, I don't know. I don't know if it was the first play, but it was shortly thereafter. Okay. Well. Right. Go Dukes for sure. Go Dukes. Uh, let's get into this week. I believe currently we have MU at Tulane going on. I don't know if anyone's got eyes on that game. I'm it's totally very pointy. At least Ooh. it was before we we started here. Tulane jumped out to a twenty-one nothing lead. Yeah. SMU oh, wow. scored on a broken play. I don't. The pace know what's the pace has slowed. It is currently twenty-eight to seven. Okay. I think Tulane has scored like a, a million points a couple weeks in a row, and I I think the over was set pretty high in this game. Um, I think there may have been some value. Taking, it was sixty-five total, under total in this game, just FYI. But well, sixty-five could still. No, that's not, very that's well. not as many. They as are as on pace to clear the over. I'll say that. Uh, one one other interesting note. Everyone knows I'm a big Rhett Lashley guy. They uh they had Rhett they had Coach Rhett mic'd up on the field before the game. Uh, and he had some good. He seems like a very personable guy. He was he was chatting it up with one of the officials. Uh, made a made a crack at one of his players who was doing like the the crop top uniform, so his back plate was out. I uh, mm. came up to him and he's like, "Hey, uh, the officials told me if you're going to do that, you're going to need to do some more crunches." And <laughs> and they had a good laugh about it. So as well they should. <laughs> I do love that. Um, Red Lashley, maybe future UVA head coach Jordan. We'll, we'll keep him on the uh, we'll keep him on the back burner. Yeah, would like to see him get some experience at a big time program first. Uh, maybe he can he can dance with Ole Miss for a couple of years and then and graduate. <laughs> then come to UVA. Yeah, okay. graduate to the Who's. Got it. Yeah. The old SEC to UVA transition that that happens. All right. Um, well, Carla Williams did it. So. <laughs> so did Tony Elliott in yeah. theory. Big program. Right. Um, okay. Bedlam is this weekend, one of the most anticlimactic Bedlam buildups that I can remember. Um, even when uh, Oklahoma State isn't good, the game still seems like it, it is fun. And the game will still mean something. Um, yeah, it will mean something because we're, we're oh, picking it. We're picking this game. My yeah. bad. I uh, don't know what I did there. That's uh, We'll, we'll That's get okay. back to that one. I'm excited. Let's you let's must be back. excited to yeah. deliver your pick is what I'm what I'm hearing. Well, weird line. Weird line in that game. I'll just go ahead and start with that. Just tease the people. <laughs> Um, it's been like seven minutes since we talked Florida, meaningless end of season game. So we got Florida at Vandy this weekend. Jordan, I know you love a good weather game. Weather's supposed to be like 30 degrees a kick uh, here. Uh, Billy Napier has instituted a nobody is allowed to talk about the weather at Florida practice this week. Okay. Um, uh, I was kind of hoping you were going to say he instituted a no sleeves policy Oh no, because he's be such a football guy. Though. Yeah. He's going to like shave his head extra short and not wear a hat, just, just be in the black polo out there. Um, Real strength coach look. Yeah. yeah, I think Florida's like 14 and a half point favorite. Seems a little healthy, but uh, Vandy fresh off their first. Oh, Vandy. Congrats to Vandy. First yeah. SEC win since 2019, I believe. They beat Kentucky. That's right. Um, freaking Kentucky. Who would have thought? <laughs> they suck. Man. We've been just saying it for weeks. Just for my brand. But, uh, um, yeah, I, I am intrigued to see uh, if Florida can keep it rolling here. They've sneaky have like would appear to have maybe turned a bit of a corner second half of that Georgia game. Um, defense has been playing a lot better the last handful of games. Granted, they have got to play Texas A&M and uh, South Carolina, so that is helpful. So I I will not not acknowledge uh, who the, who the opponents have been, but um, 
Yeah. It's been a little stickier. They uh, kicked their best pass rusher off the team, and the team is like havoc rate has been up, and they've been turning the ball over more and sacking the quarterback more. It's really weird. Really weird. I don't. <laughs> Addition by on. subtraction. Yeah, what we, we call Florida, it in the business. Yeah, Florida is also squarely into the people announcing they're entering the transfer portal phase of the season as well. Um, so it would appear that there is significant cleaning of the house going on uh, on that roster. So I'm really actually just interested to see. I think this offseason is going to be bonkers for everybody, but mm-hmm. teams that like maybe can build some momentum heading into the season, you know, some positive momentum or into the offseason, like I think that's going to be um, really interesting to, you know, as they try to, I guess, position themselves as attractive landing spots for transfers who can play right away. Um, NC State plays at Louisville. Thank you. Jordan for not making us pick another NC State we're not, game. We're not well, picking an NC State game. <laughs> so I almost uh, went there. I want the record to show. I almost went there and Navy UCF. Ooh, Navy but Logan, UCF would have been dark. Logan presented some other ideas that we'll we'll talk about. Yeah, editorialized a little bit there. So um, yeah, NC State I I think was favored when I looked. I don't know that I agree with that either. But I don't know. Maybe I think Louisville's better than they are. Maybe Louisville just only plays well when they're not. You know thought to be playing well who knows this um, is a uh home game for louisville yeah it is senior day for malik mm. cunningham yeah he's only scored a thousand and five touchdowns in his eight-year career right. pretty cool <laughs> for him to be honored definitely um and jason the dukes welcome georgia state that's true big yeah. weekend for the dukes um what what's jamie's record now seven and two uh no we've lost three i think we're seven six and three six and three six and three okay well yeah are are you excited to welcome the georgia state whatever they are panthers bobcats they are the panthers well done Um, yeah it was i knew it was some sort of big cat big cat Um, yeah it should be a fun game couple couple folks coming into town i'm hanging out long enough to say hey then hitting the road state folks no. Oh. No. JMU folks. Yes. Amigos. True amigos. Got it. Friends well, that of the sounds program. Like, that sounds exciting. Do you have any any uh, any football scouting report for us or I give us a genuinely a bit more? Right. I genuinely have no idea what Georgia State's about. I I could it's not hoops. could not tell you anything. Yeah, JMU is fully immersed now, so. That's right. They are. They're, they're they're looking to slay the dragon this weekend. That's true. That's true. Big one. Oh, big I can one down to put the a bet on that too, legally out here. Yes. I'd have to see Let's what kind of money line odds I can get on the there Dukes. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, they only beat Gardner Webb by like three points the other night. They, I think they wow. pulled away late, but I don't remember Hubert, the exact score. Hubert needs to tighten up, tighten things up over there. Um, it, um, the score of that contest was yeah, seventy-two sixty-six. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah, Sink, should be interesting. Should be fun. Noon, wow. noon tip on the ACC network. Oh, very cool. Big time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so go, go great uh, with your go great with your little smack of bacon, there, Jordan. Sure. Go Dukes times two. Big That's weekend right. for the Dukes. Yeah. Um, Jordan, do you want to take us to Pickville? Yeah, let's go there, guys. All right, let's, let's do, do it. it. Pick Vegas. As they're calling it. Big Vegas. Some have said. It's true. Especially this week. Uh, we're going to start with the nooner and then take an afternoon break. 
Um, mm. Our nooner this week is in the Big 12 Conference. We've got TCU at Baylor. The Horned Frogs are road favorites by two and a half points. And our resident Horned Frog supporter, Jason Kreck, gets to lead us off. Lifelong. Um, yeah, for an 11 a.m. local kick, I this doesn't seem high enough. I am going to... Uh, I'm going to take TCU. I think, I think they've been, they've certainly been living a little bit of a charmed life. Um, yeah, I think, I, I don't know if, if you line them up one by one across the top five teams, if they would be favored against any of them, but, um, I think they're a very good team. Uh, I think their strength, the record is best, better than anybody's. I mean, they get, they, they have a much more impressive resume than Michigan or Ohio state does to be honest. That's hundred percent true. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't mean lucky. Like they got lucky with the schedule. I think they, I been, mean, they, they, they have gotten a little lucky with they've eked, like, yeah, they've, they've eked out way. some wins and they've gotten, they've stayed pretty healthy and all that good stuff. But I, I think they are, um, I think they're very, very good. And I, mm-hmm. you know, Baylor is, is fine. But um, I don't think they're on the same echelon as TCU. And yeah. they've um, been playing a little bit better. Uh, TCU is very chaotic. Well, which is uh, kind last of- week accepted. They've been playing a little bit. Better. They yeah. just got dump trucked by Kansas State, thirty-one to three. Kansas State sneaky just murders murders sure. teams yeah. too, which is they weird. will they the will Big submit. 12, you. There's some there's some very weird stuff going on in the Big Twelve. Anyhow, sorry for hijacking your pick. Thanks. Um, but yeah, I uh, I think TCU wins, and I think they probably win by more than a field goal. All right, I'm also going to take TCU. Um, part of it is a not necessarily a team of destiny thing, but uh, kind of a momentum is in their camp situation. They are feeling themselves. Uh, Baylor, ha- in the film I have watched, nothing they do really jumps out as like, oh, wow, that's special. Um, so, I, I mean, it's great that they're at home, but I... I will take the proven commodity in TCU until they give me reason to do otherwise. They, a, a, win, a win by a field goal on the road feels very, very doable. Yeah, I, I think that's the main takeaway, that um, even if Aranda comes out with a great scheme and has has it locked up for a little bit, um, TCU's played in enough like weird close games, high scoring games, you know, other, other, like last week, their game against Texas was, that was like every bit of a, a slobber knocker, weird, low scoring affair that included a tremendous blunder at the end by TCU to let Texas back into the game yeah. for no reason. Um, and, and they still were able to hold on. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you. I'll take TCU here. Three points, uh, win that that's all you need. Sure. Sign me up. All right. Next, uh, we're going to jump ahead to the 7.30 slot. So, again, if you got got afternoon activities you mm. want to do, by all means, you know, just get, get keyed up for that evening run. Um, 7.30 p.m., we've got Ole Miss at Arkansas. Ole Miss favored by two and a half on the road. <laughs> so many road two and a half favorites this week. I, like... The the smart sounding thing to do, the cheeky thing to do in my mind would be to take Arkansas because of the Auburn Lane Kiffin distraction elephant in the room. Um, so I'm going to go against that and take Ole Miss because I think Lane would like nothing more than to like 
middle finger the uh, the sentiment that he's distracted or he's you know not not up to still coaching this team hard. So I'll take Ole Miss. Um, I'll go the other way and take Arkansas. I do think that Ole Miss, you know, distractions aside, coming in pretty banged up. Uh, I don't think Zach Evans is playing this game. Um, Quinchon Judkins has been very good, uh, but he is asked to do a lot in this game. Arkansas was very game last week, even with uh, a backup quarterback having to play some against LSU. Um, so, yeah, I think I think I like Arkansas at home here. It's going to be cold also, I believe. Mm-hmm. Not that that really matters that much, but, you know, football weather. Um. Yeah, I am also going to take Arkansas. Um, I think I think they have uh, a good chance of bouncing back. They lost a close one last week. Um, I I don't know that Ole Miss is that good. Um, I mean, I mean, I think they're fine, but I don't think they're. It's it's weird to be favored on the road on a night in a night game going into an SEC stadium. Um, and and not you know I don't I don't know that they're that great. Um, they they eked one out at Texas A and M. They obviously they, they played Alabama fine. Um, they got hammered at LSU. So I, I don't know. I'm I'm not fully I'm not fully sold on them yet. I do think that Lane's going to get a little crazy, especially after losing Alabama last week. But um, I just, I think Arkansas's better and them at home. I'll take it in anything getting them points. Yeah, I think with Ole Miss. Jason, I, I kind of like where you're going there with I, – I think they're a little um, oddly one-dimensional. Like, it's still good because I think Lane schemes it up pretty well, but I think that they are very running back, running the football dependent yeah. uh, in their offense. And if you know to key on that and they can't, like, do any play action, like big shots over the top just because they're, they're pretty limited at quarterback, then, you know, that really uh, that good really gums, gums up what they want to do overall. So, yeah. All right. Also at 7.30, we are returning to the Big 12 for Bedlam, the aforementioned Bedlam. And it's only fitting that Logan excitedly gets to lead us off. Excitedly. I'm thrilled to lead off here. Um, I'm seeing Oklahoma favored by seven and a half points at home. Yeah. I don't don't personally understand this line. Oklahoma, I mean, we were just saying Ole Miss isn't that, isn't maybe that good. Oklahoma maybe secretly bad um defense not great um spencer sanders has been nicked up for oklahoma state didn't play all last week but i think did come in and like look okay played some so i'm wondering if they were maybe resting him for this game who knows uh but if you're going to tell me that oklahoma state is getting seven and a half points or seven and a half points uh i'm going to go with oklahoma state here they seem like the more complete football team Sanders needs to play, uh, but we've seen Oklahoma, you know, go down a quarterback and look terrible this year also. So, um, yeah, I, I think even if it's close, I, I like I like what I'm getting there with Oklahoma State. So I'll take Oklahoma State, the road dogs. Oh, it's me. Um, yeah, I am also going to take the Cowboys for most of the reasons you just said. Um, yeah, I think – I think they're definitely better than Oklahoma. Um, don't know if they're great, but they're definitely better than Oklahoma. And yeah, I, I don't see 
um, Oklahoma being super raucous um, at this point of the season. So um, getting a full touchdown and then some, I will happily take that. All right, I'm going to make it unanimous consensus, things uh, of that nature. <clears throat> yeah, Logan, like you said, I don't really understand this line as it is being presented. Uh, Oklahoma just lost to Baylor, who, I don't know. I, I mean, they gave up 38 to Baylor. I, I don't think the Oklahoma defense has improved all that much over the course of the season. They were no. they were bad at the beginning of the year. I don't know that they have come forward leaps and bounds necessarily. Not that you need to against Oklahoma State, especially if Sanders' uh, status is in question, but I will take Oklahoma State kind of banking on maybe they've been, been a little uh, cagey with how – how dinged up he is or how how much rest he really does need. So I'll take the pokes and live with the consequences if I'm wrong. If you but, sabotaged all of well, us. What do they always say? They, they play this game and Oklahoma usually wins, right? So yeah. I think last year was, – was this game last year when the Lincoln Riley stuff came out like right after this game? It might have been. Sounds familiar. I feel familiar. like I recall like a, a dramatic – because Oklahoma State won last year, I believe, right? Dramatic fashion. Um, yeah, I, I feel like I was driving. I was like listening to it or something. I'm just going crazy. But anyhow, <laughs> uh, I just – and then like the Lincoln Riley rumor stuff started happening right after this game. They might have played this game last week of the year last year or something. I don't know. It doesn't really matter. Oklahoma State did win last year. And Snapped Brent Venables has no bedlam experience as yeah. a big whistle. So Will he be ready? Is that good? Is that bad? Will he be ready? Who can say? <laughs> Uh, in the 8 o'clock time slot, we've got a Pac-12 Conference of Champions battle for Los Angeles on our hands. We've got USC at UCLA, another road favorite by two and a half. This time it's the Trojans. Jason, please do the honors. <laughs> USC is number seven in the country. Um Yeah, I'm going to take USC here. Um, okay. I think they they had an, an extra day to prepare. You know how I love that. Yes. Um, I think UCLA might be um, a little bit running out of gas, but um, they've also proven themselves more, to be fair, so I can't really lean on that one. But um, USC's only loss at Utah is pretty solid, so um, – yeah, I think they get it done on at 5 p.m. on an L.A. night. Mm. Beautiful, beautiful surroundings. I'm going to take UCLA here uh, just because I'm still kind of a USC hater in some regards, especially their defense. Right. Um, from, from the games I have watched – with USC, it has seemed anecdotally that they maybe struggle to put teams away that they probably should. Uh, maybe they play with their food a little too long. Um, 
in some of those games. And I think if UCLA can hashtag establish it, uh, like that's a recipe for a really tight game and potentially UCLA winning by a tud here. So um, I'll take UCLA just kind of on the strength of what they have done to this point. DTR still has all the all the capabilities in the world, and I don't know that USC's defense, again, is, is really inspiring much confidence for me personally. But you're inspired by the UCLA defense that gave up 20, 34 points in a loss to Arizona last week. Sometimes I am. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> um, for me, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with USC here. For me, it just boils down to which quarterback I like more. I think both these teams are pretty similar across the board, profile wise. I like um, I like Williams more than I like DTR. So uh, we'll we'll ride there. The the line is pretty short, so I think that you see USC can win by. Um, field goal also both teams going to be wearing their home uniforms in this game fyi so mm-hmm. beautiful yes. color matchup on this wonderful matchup uh, in case you guys are wondering but yeah ucla it's just had a weird year like i mean they got they were undefeated that win we all remember that win over washington um that i think was more impressive than the final score suggests win over utah like back to back two really good wins there and then they got they give a ton of points to oregon um and then a weird loss last week to Arizona, like just kind of inexplicable. I think Arizona has one of those one of those quarterbacks that just does things, just be back there doing things. And sometimes <laughs> it goes, sometimes it goes your way, and sometimes it doesn't. But, um, but yeah, I, I think USC probably like has a playoff chance still, and um, should play like it. So we'll see. All right, and our final game of the night, Utah at Oregon, some Pac-12 after dark action. We've got the Utes favored on the road by two points. I'm going to start here. I think, like, this line also surprised the heck out of me, but apparently there are some Bo Nix injury uh, concerns. Uh, According to Dan Lanning, he has been preparing as if he will go. So one of the I, players, but one of the, I think one of the, just real quick, Jordan, one of the Oregon players was caught like saying he's not going to play <laughs> like, like, I don't know like if it was on a hot, hot mic, mic situation or, or like he just was not prepared to not answer that question correctly. And just was like, Oh yeah, but not going to play. So. Had not been briefed. Jason, who's the Oregon SID for football? Maybe. I, I used to know him pretty well, actually. Hold on. One, one moment. Okay. No, I'm not going to actually shut him out. Well, maybe um, there might be a job op- opening. It's uh, possible. It used to be I, the the former one got a got an AD job. He moved oh, up fast. Rising goals, am I right? Yeah, he was a he was a just a a savant like figure at conferences. It was what People it was. Just walked around, just waited for his PowerPoint presentations to drop. Like, you joke, you joke. But, New deck just oh. dropped. Listen, Jason. We've all to, been at those conferences. To, yeah. yeah. Don't don't think I don't go to engineering conferences <laughs> and the same thing happens. Like, oh, did you hear chances? Chances. He's be pretty, that, guy, that guy's on that on, panel. He's on that panel. Nanotechnology, oh, bro. Yep. I've said it. No, no judgment. No shame. All right. Uh, well, Logan, thank you for bringing the hot mic comment to my attention. I was ready to mm-hmm. take the ducks. Um, 
I mean, he might still play. I don't know if this is – it could have been a plant. It could have been a false flag operation, Jordan. I don't want to tell right. you what to think, but there, there ID, has been This SID is playing fourth-dimensional chess on you You know guys. what? Screw it. I'm going to go Oregon here. Home, okay. home dogs, you're getting points at home. Uh, this would be – this is an amazing opportunity for the legend of Bo Nix to grow even further. I love he this. Rise, he rise it ashes. out. He takes down the elevation boys. More like um, Bo Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> get it get it yeah He's rising from the ashes yeah the, i'll there. bleep that out so we can print the t-shirts have them have them ready <laughs> thank you I, but yeah i'm gonna take the ducks get those along with thong side 2023 would be yeah would be ideal if we get a run of both of those yeah those would make good koozies that's a good idea um is it me yes i never feel ever confident picking utah games and i like low-key kind of like utah like i i, I want to believe i like how they play i kind of like the the pizzazz that they bring um i, just, I really don't want to do three road favorite situations um in one one pick thing here but if bonix isn't going to play i did not like what i what i was privy to of from more Without him, um, they made some bad errors. Things of that nature did not go great. I'll take I'll take Utah. Um, even if Utah has to play their back quarterback, backup quarterback, it would appear that they're more prepared for that situation. I think Rising has been playing recently, also. But um, um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have faith in. Our savior, Bo Nix. I'm going to take Oregon as well. Um, Welcome, nice. Jason. Yeah, I. Welcome. You know, church, you know, I brother. love. You know, I love a good story pick, and that's the best story. So let's do it. I'm fully Home Bo Nix. Maybe Road Bo Nix would sit this game out. I think Home mm. Bo Nix has it in him. Ian Autzen, night game kickoff. But then I'm on guess him. who comes riding in? It's Cam Rising, hair flowing behind him. Just, just let us askew. Just that's right. Well, All right. Well, those are picks, ladies and uh, gentlemen. It, you're right. Kind of a weird week, but a loaded nighttime situation here we got going on. So yeah, I'd have to go hit the little white ball around in the morning and then get to it at, at the nighttime. There you go. Or maybe hit the white ball around in the afternoon once the game wrap things up. You got all, all day to play with. <laughs> Fair just just got to be just got to be in your seat at 2 p.m. when the Dukes take, kick off. So. Oh, okay. that's true. Yeah, that's right. 2 p.m. Um, we did have a coach hiring. We have one to break down for you guys. Uh, <laughs> as you all know, University of North Carolina at Charlotte fired head football coach Will Healy a few weeks ago, um, and they, they have moved quickly, and they have hired one gentleman. I believe his name is Biff Pogi. Poggy? Pogi? Um, I just say Coach off, Biff, and don't, Biff. don't Biff. tangle off with of, the last name. Yes, off of uh, Michigan staff. He was some sort of what was he like? Some sort of director of player operations kind of guy. He was guy. also like associate head coach in his title. I okay, think. sure. Um, legendary high school coach. Evidently, he I think had a really awesome high school team in Maryland D.C. area. I believe that was oh, great. Yeah. And, um, he legendary football guy. Also, he was the, the the large gentleman that would wear like the sleeveless sort of sweater vest only on the sideline. Um, no shirt underneath, kind of a 
kind of a what was like what was the Maryland coach name? Freegen, Ralph Freegen. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. So kind of that that sort of a look. He he was the coach at the Gilman School in Maryland, which yeah. produced uh, UVA wide receiver Darius Jennings, among others. Hmm. Uh, that's why. And then he I coached. Great did he coach at another high school before Michigan? Uh, St. Francis Academy. Yeah. So I think he was the coach of St. Francis, and like teams stopped scheduling their team. So without um, Googling, do you know Biff's uh, government name? Ooh, Biff. Um, uh, no, no, I don't. I don't want to say anything offensive. So I'm going to keep Jason, <laughs> Jason, you want to dabble in potentially offensive? Uh, I was looking up to see if there was a pronunciation and have seen his, his okay. given name. His, uh, his full government contract name is Francis, sorry, Francis Xavier Pogi. Wow. Francis Xavier. That's cool. Um, I was listening to the uh, Split Zone Duo today, and it would appear, God, God forget some good information on this, it would appear that this is sort of a Joe Muglia at um, Coastal Carolina situation. Um Biff Pogi is independently wealthy. Hmm. Yeah. From some of his own banking He's an investment manager, I think. or investment management or something, which I believe is helpful uh, to a program that maybe needs help in that regard from just like a maybe coach salary, whole staff pay situation. Yeah. I don't know. That's sort of what was more or less, um, I guess, floated like that, you know, it, it's the same kind of situation. He's definitely more of like a personnel guy, I think, uh, than maybe so much of an X's and O's coach. Will be really interesting to see who they uh, who they bring around. But um, yeah, I don't have any other takes on Biff Pogi. I mean, I don't. I, I, unfortunately, I'm all out of gas there. Um, Jordan, I don't know if you've been on the Twitters of late. A lot of Justin Fuente chatter on the Twitters for the past couple of days. He must have given an interview somewhere he is 100 percent on the image reconstruction tour right oh. now giving interviews admitting to mistakes he made things of that nature um doing some things like taking out some of the talent that he had at virginia tech and and i don't know just we'll see we'll, we'll see how it goes for justin fuente but you, you would think that you know architect of the memphis that we know and love that was pretty good uh maybe would get another shot at a job of that uh, ilk. I don't know. I'm looking. Yeah, at... I, it's just weird that like USF. Maybe. One one. It's weird. And again, I look at this differently than probably your typical football guy. But that was a healthy buyout he received, to to yeah. not work. And so I I don't know why, like, unless you are a football sicko, why you would, like, before your buyout. Exp- you know, is done. Oh, I, I think you just said it. I think these guys are sickos. Like, yeah. I think these guys are addicted in like some weird way to this like grindy competitive lifestyle that is very unique and unhealthy. And they just, they, they live for I'll, it. And yeah. Also, I wonder how much of Hendon Hooker's success this year has, has caused Coach Fuente to, to take a position of like, no, you know what? I'm going to go prove to these people that I do know what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know, who knows? Uh, apparently, he came off a lot more um, affable than he ever appeared in uh, Maroon and Orange. So, I, well, I Blacksburg go, does like, watch crazy things to people. 
yeah, I mean, the one time I ever went there was like 36 degrees and raining sideways. It was terrible. So I could I could see having a permanent scowl um, if if that's what you're dealing with on a regular basis, which I can only assume you are. So, you know, based on my experience, right? Uh, okay, well, we'll keep our, we'll keep our little peepers peeled for, uh, for the resurrection of Justin Fuente. I will be excited for that. If he's calling plays for Florida next year, though, I might be upset. So, Yeah, that would be a bummer. It'd be tough for my brand. Amongst other things, you'd have to, you'd have to make some reconciliations internally, right? You know, it's good for me. It's good for me to air some things out from time to time. Jordan, uh, what is the status of the rest of your trip? How many more days you got? Yeah, so I will be in Las Vegas until at least November twenty second. Um, if the tables stay hot, might extend through Thanksgiving. You know, send send my apologies to the family, but. Uh, yeah, Never I've, I've got one more either. round of golf scheduled for Saturday morning. I will be taking in some college hoops on the strip uh, tomorrow night and Sunday night. The Hoos are are playing in the Continental Tire main event uh, this weekend. So, uh, oh yeah, who do yeah. they play? Uh, they play Baylor oh, tomorrow play Baylor. night, and then either Illinois or UCLA on Sunday night. Okay. So a lot of big brands out here in the basketball yes. space. Hashtag brands. As far as yeah, I can see, Jason, what kind of have upcoming? What do I have upcoming? Yeah. I will. Where can uh, the people find you out on the road? On the I will be scattered about the East Coast for, for a while now. The Dukes are playing games everywhere. But yeah, big Cutting one coming up on Chapel Hill. Yeah. Say what? Cutting down nets in Chapel Hill this weekend. Who's to say? That would be, the Dean that would Dome. be lovely. The Dean Dome. That's where we're heading Sunday at noon on the ACC Network. See you there. Right. I'll be the guy hunched over on the scores table. Okay. Awesome. Nice. Picture of health, for sure. <laughs> Always. Always. <laughs> it's the best posture. Yeah. Excellent. Um, well, I'm going to Jacksonville for Thanksgiving, but that's all. I'll be up and about. I'm playing some golf, so I'll, I'll give you guys a report on how things nice. are looking up there. The King Bear at the World Golf Hall of Fame. So, yeah. TBD on that. Um, cool. All right, guys. Well, anything else? We can land a plane and we'll uh, hopefully touch base later in the weekend. Yeah. Cool. Fingers crossed. All right. You know what it is. It's the Wheel Route Podcast. We're at Wheel Route Podcast on the IG. You can send us emails, wheelroutepodcast at gmail.com. You can go to the website, thewheelroute.com where you can see the pick spreadsheet, you can download shows, you can stream them right there. It's all there at your fingertips. Um, thank you for joining us. Uh, also, you can get the show from your favorite podcast acquisition service. I need to mention that until we meet again. Go Gators. Go Hoos. Go Dukes. Go Dukes.